Welcome to the Lift Church podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you to live up to your God-given potential. There's so much hope in this room today. Yeah? And uh, in my, my purpose is that you're going to get a greater vision today. Yeah? So... When we look at the bigger picture, I just like you to I just like to tell you a story. We all like a good story, yeah? yeah. So I like you to imagine that today you got a big prize. That you got a brand new Ferrari. Yeah? And let's say the richest man in Australia uh, or a millionaire somehow is just feeling very generous and each of you got a brand new Ferrari. Exactly the model that is right for you, whether it's a sports or a city car, exactly the right one for you. But there's some conditions to do with this gift, right? You cannot sell it, you cannot replace it, and only you can drive it. No one is telling you to take it for regular checkouts, it's up to you to do that, right? So I'm going to tell you about two different characters, and something else I'd like to say about this one. There's been an intentional purpose and design in the way this car was manufactured. It's designed to thrive, it's designed to last. It's not perfect, yeah, there, are, there can be flaws there, but it can be very resilient, but it needs to be looked after, yeah? And um, it is vulnerable to trauma and wear and tear, of course it is, yeah? So I'm gonna tell you about two characters that received this gift. So first of all, next slide, we've got Innocent. What a great name, right? <laughs> this guy lives on Downhill Drive in Jollymont, yeah? So he's a typical, easygoing, you know, live for the moment type of guy. So he's overjoyed, happy at first to receive this gift, but after a while, he becomes a bit complacent, right? It's like novelty wears off. The car is working fine, it's beautiful, it does what it's supposed to do. So he forgets to take it for annual checkups. He doesn't put the water in the car and he just feeds it the cheap fuel because, hey, it's, doing, it's working just the same. Why bother, right? And he's got better time, better things to do. Why bother, right? The red light in the car starts to flash. But he ignores it. He just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, and then the car starts to overheat. And one day, poor innocent, the car just breaks down in the motorway. He takes it to the mechanic. There is multi-system damage, very expensive to repair. The engine has been burnt off, very expensive to repair. And, you know, they managed to repair it, but a car that should have lasted 30 years, uh, after a couple of years, is not in good condition. It can no longer go a long distance, and it can no longer do what it's supposed to do. It's working okay, but, he really regrets now. He wished he would have looked after his Ferrari in the earlier years, put quality fuel in there, pure, pure quality water, give it shade, give it the right balance between you know activity and rest. He only wished in those earlier years he would have looked after this amazing gift that he was given. That's innocent for you. You're feeling sorry for him, yeah? So, next slide. Victoria, 
She's a smart girl. I, I reckon this girl lives on progress drive in success. <laughs> so she's very smart. She's a busy mom. She's got kids. She's on a limited budget and time. She's absolutely overjoyed. She's just got this gift. I mean, car worth billions of dollars, millions of dollars, yeah? So she realizes the importance of looking after this car so that it will last in good condition for many years and it's gonna do what it's supposed to do. Go places, have adventures, right? Take the family on journeys. So she's attentive, but not obsessive. She doesn't have time to obsess about her car. So she refers to the manufacturer's manual when needed, right? Because there's a design, there is a purpose in this car. So she refers to it. She's very wise of her. She puts quality fuel in there. Okay, it's a bit more expensive, but she knows if she invests in quality fuel, it's gonna protect the car, but also gonna allow the car to run with more energy, right? So she puts water and oil. She doesn't wait for the indicator lights for the red lights to flash, but hey, if a red light flashes, advising that you need more oil, need more water, she does something about it. So with the, at the red light, she tries to fix it herself. If she can't, she gets help. Yeah? She's a very smart girl, Vicky is. Uh, so one day she hears a strange noise or sees a red light. She tries to fix it herself. If not, she takes it to the mechanic. So her car lasted in good condition for many years. Uh, and of course, after a while, signs of wear and tear start to come. It's a car, it's not perfect, even a Ferrari, right? Uh, and some parts needed replacing, she needed to go to the mechanic yearly, and then there was a problem. But due to the regular checkups and her attentive but not obsessive attitude, the car was able to last in optimal condition for many years and do what it's supposed to do. So I think you're getting where I'm going with this, right? So there's some jewels to learn from this analogy. Let's just go to the next slide now. So with this analogy, I would say this car, I know I'm supposed to be talking about physical aspect, but I don't think we can separate physical from emotional from spiritual. So I would say the Ferrari, this car, is our mind, our body, and our soul. We're mostly looking at body now, but it's a body, mind, and soul. The engine, it's our heart, it's our soul, it's what keeps it going. Our air filters, our lungs, the wiring is our nerves, the tubes, the blood vessels, lymphatics, the windscreen is our senses, our vision, our hearing, sense of touch. Fuel is the nutrients you put on it. Uh, not just food, but water, vitamin D, you know, all the stuff that we are feeding um, ourselves. What thoughts we are feeding it, yeah, what food, the water, all that. Wheels and tires are joints, our limbs that allow us to go places, yeah? The control dashboard, I would say that is our mind. At the end of the day, the mind is key here. So how we see ourselves, whether we see ourselves as uh, our self-worth, or we see ourselves as powerful or powerless, how we see our problem, what hope we have to get on top of that problem, how we see others in our connection to others, that changes everything. Steering wheel is our will. We can have the best car in the world with the best vision, everything in optimal condition, 
But if we don't turn that ignition on, if we don't turn that steering wheel on and press on the accelerator, we're not going anywhere. Yeah? If we go to the next slide. So something about this analogy, I've said it before, there's intentional purpose and design in this car. Yeah? So with each one of us, there's a specific purpose, this gift, this talent, this identity. We've been wired for love. We've been wired for relationships, yeah? And that's how, where we're gonna thrive. Uh, so we gotta respect the manufacturer's design and instructions if we're going to thrive, yeah? It's a very complex and smart model. You'd be amazed at how resilient the human body can be and it's always trying to uh, keep a balance, yeah? It's vulnerable. All sorts of things can happen to it. Yeah, but if you give it the right ingredients, the right environment, it can thrive. Yeah, so there's a minimum care and maintenance that we need to give it without being obsessive, because that's not good either, yeah. without being obsessive so that it will thrive for the longest possible. Yeah, if we go to the next slide. Uh, I think there was, was there one earlier than that? So go, go to. Yeah, so what do we need for this Ferrari to go to a place, right? The whole purpose of a car is to go places. The whole purpose of a car is to, is to fulfill a purpose, whether it was a city car or a sports car, yeah? So we need the driver. We cannot go anywhere without the driver. So I would say you are the driver. You are in charge of your own well-being and your health. No one else can drive it for you. I can be your GPS. You're, you know, yeah, I can be your mechanic, but at the end of the day, you're in charge. We need clear vision. If we haven't got clear vision, we cannot go anywhere, yeah? We need a destination, yeah? And we need to be in a good condition, or reasonably good condition, to be able to fulfill that purpose or destiny for our lives. So this morning, my question is, are you stuck? Could it be that you, your vision is foggy? Could it be that you're rusty, you're weighed down with physical weight, emotional weight, that your car is not going where it's supposed to be? Could it be that we're just going in, in cycles, in circles, not really getting to the destination that we're supposed to be going? Could it be that our engine is a bit rusty, that it's not working in good condition? So clearly, a car, cannot function properly without help. Mm. We cannot do it all ourselves. If we get stuck, we need the mechanic. We need the GPS. We need someone else to help us out. Next slide. Can you remind me of time, Becky? Yeah, is that okay how we're tracking? So my question to you this morning is, on a scale of one to 10, we doctors love to ask about one to 10, right? <laughs> how well are you looking after your Ferrari? How well are you looking after this amazing gift that you've been given, yeah? <clears throat> and to what extent are you investing in its optimal condition long term? If we come to the next slide. So one of the analogies that I, I like to, one of the main points I wanted to illustrate with the Ferrari analogy, with Innocent. There's a whole time there that the car was working fine. It was in good condition. He didn't see the point of looking after it. But during that whole time, there was something going on in the background, in the silent, that was not quite right. 
Yeah? So one of my points here is like chronic conditions don't develop overnight. Mm. There's evidence that you can start to have deposits of coronary artery plaque from teenage years. But heart attack doesn't happen till about people are 45 or 50. So there is a latent period where you have no symptoms, where there's an opportunity to invest in optimal health. Yeah, so if you're young today, and I'm not gonna specify what that means, but hey, in general, if you're below 40, typically, you've been in good condition, you feel invincible. But my, my challenge to you is, can you look long-term? Can you, can you build a strong foundation when it comes to your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health? So that would develop resilience, yeah? And if you're over the age of 40, perhaps you're already starting to have some challenges, maybe pain, um, maybe diabetes, maybe high blood pressure. There's still a lot of potential there to reverse conditions, to improve conditions, yeah? So we need both a reactive and a proactive approach, yeah? So we need to be proactive to invest in our health before there's any anything wrong with it, hopefully there'll never be something wrong with it, and both a reactive approach, and when there's a problem, when there's a red light, we'll do something about it, yeah? So, we know that over 70% of health problems today are lifestyle related. So what that means, they are a result of what's become a very hectic and quite a toxic way of life that this has been changing over the last hundred years. We're not designed to be physically passive. We're not designed to put stuff in our bodies that is highly processed and highly refined. So we know that nutrition, what we put into our bodies, into our brains, into our minds is key. But the other uh, aspect of this is called nutrition and then uh, you know, physical activity, but also toxicity. So many people are struggling because they're uh, with tobacco, uh, with alcohol, even some pharmaceutical medications. And then the next thing is stress, yeah? So we're living a very highly hectic lifestyle. We're out of touch with our spirits, with our souls. Some of us are chronic, chronically stressed, yeah? So learning resi resilience, mindfulness, connection to each other uh, is so key. Um, Two minutes. I'd just like to share briefly a testimony of one of our patients. So I've seen a lot of transformation in my patients. I'd like to tell you about Maggie. So she's, she became 80 this year, so she started to come to see me with a range of problems. She was depressed, she was isolated, her son was on the other side of Australia. She had low back pain, she was overweight, she was feeling dizzy. So a range of problems, right? So. She's feeling a bit stuck, she was feeling depressed. Not surprising. She wanted, her dream was to make it to Italy with her son and walk Rome. But she couldn't see a way that that would be possible. So in a conventional medical model, I would have said, we just treat the symptoms. Okay, so some painkillers for your back, some tablets for your high blood pressure, some tablets for your pre-diabetes. But we started to focus on her motivation, her goals and just empowering her to make her see that actually there could be some small steps that she could start taking that she would start to feel better. 
So she started to go to swimming lessons, to uh, Pilates lessons, she started to join a darts club, and she started to feel better. So she lost a whole amount of weight, her back pain improved, we had to reduce her blood pressure medication, take her off <coughs> medication for pre-diabetes, and she started to feel this joy in her life, that she was feeling connected, that she was feeling empowered. Right. And you know, the main shift for me is not that she lost all that weight, it's actually that she got rid of all that emotional weight yeah, that she was right. carrying, that she got a sense of hope, she got a vision, and she got connection with other people. And that was the main shift for, for me. And as we speak, she's in Italy, walking the streets of Rome. That's, that's so awesome. What I'd like to say about her, she's good, she's still got some problem, she's still got high blood pressure, she's still got some bad days, but she's got a new power, she's got a new sense of hope that has completely changed the way she will see her own well-being and be able to manage her self-well-being for the rest of her life. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Dr. Addo, won't you yeah. come and take a seat? great insight and I love that analogy of the Ferrari it just kind of brings it into um, I guess into a place where we know we can take steps to yeah. look after you know the vehicle that we have so that's wonderful um, let's continue that talk that conversation about physical health and um, how do you see our physical health impacting the rest of our life Absolutely crucial. So like I was saying, there needs to be a balance between spirit uh, and, you know, uh, our body um, and our mind, yeah? So I meet a lot of people of faith that actually are great at their mind and their spirit, but they're neglecting their physical body. And the perfect example I will give you is, is about gut health, which is a very topical theme at the moment. So we know, Becky, that over 80% of our brain chemicals, they're made in the gut. Yeah, so that serotonin, that dopamine that you're uh, earning, that you're yearning, sorry, you can actually get that from optimizing your gut health. We also know that two thirds of immune cells are in the gut. So if you want to improve your general well-being and your immune system, you could invest in your gut health. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, physical health is such a broad topic, but that's just the one example of how the gut, of how our physical health is connected to our brain and the rest of our physical well-being. Yeah. That's incredible. So, in, um, I guess, assisting our gut health, can you give us, I know this is kind of on the fly a little bit, but some tips on how we can actually maximise that and really input into our gut health? Yeah, so... Uh, in general, just talking broad terms, because it's a, it's, a, it's a very broad topic, but in general, you wouldn't want to eat anything that your great-grandmother wouldn't call food. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> and you want, to have, you want to have variety. You want to have the colors of the rainbow in your plate, lots of fiber, lots of veggies, lots of fruit, and, and being very specific here, cutting down on sugar and cutting down on junk. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah, 
Yeah. And I think that's very doable when, you know, you just talk to your grandma. I think that's really, <laughs> that's a really great rule. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I know my nana would definitely say that. Wonderful. Um, we do have a few more minutes left. So we'd just um, love to ask you, what are your top health tips? If you could leave us with anything, what would be those top health tips? I'll just briefly say about epigenetic because that's another very hot topic here. So basically, now we know epigenetics is talking about your DNA. So we know that each one of you has a very unique DNA. So the DNA is in every single cell in your body and it dictates uh, from that DNA, you make proteins which trigger 100,000 billions of reactions that are taking place in your body, like life-given reactions. So now we know that the cellular environment, the physical environment, the social environments, the thoughts that you choose to have changes your DNA and changes that, that genetic expression from that DNA minute by minute. So what you choose to eat, what you choose to think, and your environment can either have a positive or a negative effect on your DNA. So one of my main tips here would be investing your mind. I was saying that, you know, the mind is that dashboard. So the thoughts you choose to have about yourself, whether your self-worth, your identity, whether you feel powerless or powerful, how you see your illness, what hope you have to get over that illness, and connection to other people matters. And at the end of the day, you have to couple that uh, mental picture with the will, right? We can have the best intentions, and I know I can be in this category as well. I know what's good for me. Come on, I'm a doctor. But unless I do it, I'm not going to reap the benefits. Yeah, that's right. So that would be my main tip, right? You know, like what invest in your emotional health. And if you're, in, if, you're in, in, if you're stuck, we all have goals to do with our health. If you're not getting there, you're stuck because we get stuck in cycles, yeah? Uh, get help, get help. Maybe see your doctor, speak to a nurse, uh, speak to our friends that know about this topic. Um, but yeah, we need to get help to get out of a pit. We cannot physically get out of there ourselves. We will need a GPS or a mechanic from time to time. And actually, it's amazing to us how, um, you know, there isn't a compulsory uh, car service checkup here in Western Australia, but in a lot of countries that's compulsory. And it can actually be very useful to pinpoint, you know, uh, errors or problems before they get worse. But perhaps you should look into that, just a regular checkup. I love that, and I love what you were saying earlier, how it just really puts in perspective what illness is and that we do have power over it. I know sometimes it can feel very overwhelming for us to take that control, but just knowing yeah. that we have that capacity in us yeah. is really, really yeah. wonderful. We are actually, each of you is actually more powerful than you think. There's a lot of resources in us that will help us move forward in our health. Even the powers of our words, with our words, we can tear down or build up. We can bring healing to others through our words and our attitudes. So our words and our attitudes coupled with actions, they can actually bring a lot of healing to people. I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Well, I know um, I know I've got a lot of questions, but you may have some questions as well. Dr. Aldo will be um, hanging around afterwards, so feel free to approach him. 
Was yeah. there one quick thing that well, you There was just to a page on, on, yeah. on tips. Oh, on yes. If we tips. Can... I'll be very brief on that. Yeah, have us run through that. So being very practical about it, we've got a, a wonderful healthcare system. It's not perfect, but how can you make the most of that? Yeah. Right? So I would say if you're over the age of 45, get a regular checkup with your GP <coughs> and mention about any symptoms that you might be having. Let's say you're feeling tired. Then it'll be very important to check your vitamin D, your iron, your B12. Iron deficiency is very common in women that can make you feel dizzy, can make you feel low in mood, can make you feel run down. Yeah? So discuss specific concerns. If there's a family history of thyroid or diabetes, whatever it is, you might consider start having a yearly checkup earlier, right? Now, and if you've got a long-standing condition like thyroid, like diabetes, like high blood pressure, you'll need a checkup at least every year. Yeah? Um, don't forget that we are in sunny Western Australia, so make sure you're getting a skin check yearly. I would say if you're above 40, and if there's a family history of skin cancer, start getting checked earlier. These are your regular maintenance tips, yeah? If, if you're a lady, your regular pap smears, your regular mammograms, don't forget uh, breast cancer, it is a common cancer, it's the commonest cancer uh, in, in, in women in Australia and regular self-examination as well, yeah? Um, now, just to make you aware, if you've got a long-standing health condition, then you might be eligible for a care plan through which you can access sessions by allied health professional like dietitian, exercise physiologist, podiatrist, etc. So this is available, so you should make the most of that uh, if you have a need. Also, if you're struggling, with anxiety, with distress, with relationship problems, even if you don't have a, a diagnosis of depression or anxiety, there's distress there, you might be able to access sessions to see a psychologist via a mental health care plan. So that's available, and you don't need to have a hardcore mental health diagnosis to access those. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Why don't we give it up for Dr. Aldo? Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in today. If you would like to find out more about Lyft, check out our website at theliftchurch.com.au.